Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, a look at the U.S. pay television industry. We're going to talk about skinny bundles and the competitors. Will Amazon and Dish be the winners? But right now, let's go to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you very much, Pim Fox. Stocks are advancing, heading toward records. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all gaining. Verizon shares rising on Yahoo deal speculation. Right now, we have got shares of Verizon up by 1%. Yahoo shares, they are higher by 1.1%. GE reported second quarter profit that beat analyst estimates as surging sales in energy units helped the industrial giant counter the impact of a sluggish economy. But GE shares are trading lower. They're down now by 1.9%. GE sold fewer locomotives and less oil field equipment as global economic uncertainty took a toll on demand for big-ticket industrial products. Karen Ubelhart is a senior analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence. I actually thought it was a good quarter. They they They... they... They did beat expectations. Oil and gas was very weak, but I actually was worried about it actually even being weaker. Uh, as you can, I mean, the stocks had a, a decent run. I think it's more about expectations than it is about actual results. I think the results were pretty good. Honeywell International cut its 2016 sales forecast amid sluggish global growth and lower demand for energy-related products and services. Honeywell International down 2.6%. Skechers USA and VF Corp posting weaker second-quarter results than analysts predicted. A sign the shaky global economy prompted shoppers to put off purchases of Sneakers and jeans. Skechers down 22.4% right now. Shares of VF Corp are trading lower by nine tenths of 1%. Equities higher S&P 500 index up seven to 2172, a gain there of four tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 28, a gain of two tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 25, a gain of five tenths of 1%. Gold down 720 the ounce to 1323, a drop there of five tenths of 1%. And crude Oil, 44.30 a barrel now. West Texas Intermediate down 1%. 2.32 on Wall Street now. A look at the other stories making news. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. Munich police say there are several people dead and wounded in an attack on a mall. Police also say the shooter or shooters are now on the run. This man works at a nearby gas station. All the streets are blocked. The people are scared. Everybody are running around. Train service has been halted after reports that the gunman or gunmen tried to flee by train. Donald Trump met with campaign volunteers this morning offering praise and thanks. Trump says he'll benefit from the Democratic Party's poor treatment of Bernie Sanders. And Bernie was tough. Bernie was tough. We're going to get a lot of the Bernie voters, by the way. Because uh, they didn't treat Bernie right. They didn't treat him right. Now that the Republican National Convention has wrapped up, it's the Democrats' turn. Here's Amy Morris from the Bloomberg 99.1 Washington Newsroom. Bloomberg congressional reporter Eric Wasson says he is watching for the theme of the convention, any specific policies that might unite Democrats. We know that minimum wage is a major one. Equal pay will also be emphasized. But if you looked at the way the platform came together, there was a major fight on trade, for example. The platform remains neutral on that. Wasson says while Democratic senators do plan to be in 
Philly. On the House side, their election contests are just too close. Many House members planning to stay away. Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. And a New Jersey town made famous by the Jersey Shore reality TV series is ready for some quiet time on its beaches. Seaside Heights is banning speakers, boom boxes, and any other loud music from its beaches beginning today. It's part of a 60-day experiment. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Ramey Innocencio. This is Bloomberg. Charlie. And we thank you. And again, recapping S&P 500 index up 7 to 21.72, a gain there of four-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Netflix is putting pressure on traditional pay television providers such as Comcast. At the same time, these cable companies are fighting with satellite providers and other competitors in order to attract a shrinking customer base. Here to tell us more about trends in the U.S. pay television industry, Tuna Amobi, equity analyst for S&P Capital IQ. Tuna, thanks very much for being with me. Tell us about these trends and the competition that is coming from non-traditional television broadcasters. Hi, Pox. Uh, hi, uh, uh, Tim. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, so I guess, uh, you know, we're seeing uh, a trend now uh, of consumers increasingly substituting their traditional pay TV packages for uh, online video. Um, some of this reflects the, um, the maturation of the U.S. pay TV landscape. Um, also, the fact that um, cable bills have been rising much faster than inflation. So uh, consumers have been increasingly looking for cheaper alternatives like Netflix. And now we're uh, seeing a whole new generation of um, skinny um, cable bundle packages with Internet. So I think um, the traditional pay TV companies are getting a run of their money because their customer base is declining um, or at least very mature. And we're seeing, um, you know, these upstarts, uh, you know, kind of uh, chipping away. What's, I wonder if you could define, what is the term skinny bundle or skinny package? What does that mean? Well, it's just a term to refer to slim down programming packages. So if you think about the average, um, you know, uh, viewer gets, you know, literally hundreds of channels. Um, but studies have shown that consumers only watch just a handful of those. So the thinking is why should consumers continue to pay for um, literally uh, hundreds or uh, dozens of channels at the minimum that they're not even watching. So that, that's why we're seeing more customized offerings, uh, so-called skinny uh, bundles that, you know, you can basically, um, you know, get uh, customized packages uh, in some respects, including some of the most watched, you know, programming channels for much uh, cheaper monthly subscription fees. Tuna, tell us about Amazon and what you foresee their programming will be like in the next couple of years? Um, well, Tim, we've seen Amazon really, you know, elevate their, their game in terms of their video offering. Uh, so not only have they uh, ratcheted up their original programming investments in the last several years, um, we're also seeing them trying to customize some of their offerings because recently they just launched, um, you know, a standalone streaming offering, so you no longer need to be a prime subscriber to, to be able to get the Amazon, you know, video. This is a aimed at uh, head-to-head competition with Netflix. So while they're still lagging Netflix, Amazon, in terms of the, uh, the, the uh, array of content, um, I think they really um, have made a significant amount of um, 
you know, effort in the last several years to at least close some ground, and we're seeing their prime membership um, grow uh, significantly, uh, thanks in large part to what they're now offering on the video side. Tuna, is Amazon worth $748 a share? It's uh, currently up a little bit more than uh, a half a percent today. Well, you know, I think that's a very good question that we struggle with. We certainly still have, um, you know, buy recommendation on, on Amazon. Um, you know, I think that, um, frankly, I think that we, we see uh, quite some upside, albeit um, relatively moderate from current levels. Um, there's any number of ways you can justify that valuation, right? So there's this um, Amazon Web Services that, you know, is growing in leaps and bounds, uh, which could be spun off down the road, we think. And then they're also gaining share, um, you know, uh, from traditional retailers like Walmart and Target. And just recently, we saw this huge success from Prime Day, uh, which really, uh, really set a new bar in terms of what you can expect and how you can expect Amazon to, you know, customize its marketing offering. So it's all about, you know, convenience and selection and, and price when you talk about Amazon. I, I think they're doing a great job in that respect. Tuno, why do you uh, consider uh, Sony Corporation, uh, S-N-E is the symbol of the American depository receipt. Why do you uh, uh, think that Sony uh, is worth buying? Well, I have to tell you, Sony is a conglomerate. Um, I think they really have um, turned around or kind of reinvented their, um, you know, struggling core electronics uh, business. So now they're, you know, shifting towards more kind of um, uh, more kind of mobile and, and customized devices, and they've done a pretty decent job uh, in that. But I think more importantly, I think Sony has really um, made some strides on the entertainment side. Uh, PlayStation View, for example, is one of those uh, skinny packages that have emerged over the past year and surprisingly gaining some traction against uh, some of these uh, other competitors. So I think they've really tried to reinvent their their offerings. And keep in mind, when you say PlayStation View, it's not really about PlayStation itself. It's literally content that's made available across, uh, you know, dozens, uh, if not hundreds, of devices, and they, they've been able to really get some traction with the content providers. Thank you very much. Tuna Amobi, equity analyst for S&P, uh, joining us, uh, giving us the details of trends in the pay television industry in the United States. The shares of Sony, the ADRs, up today, 21 cents, $30, 21 cents. The stock of Sony up more than 22% so far this year. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host Kathleen Hayes on vacation. And this is Bloomberg. This Hamptons Commuter Minute is brought to you by Land Rover. When towers seem like trees and roads become rivers, the Range Rover Evoque is there to guide you through the twists and turns of the urban jungle. Visit your tri-state area Land Rover retailer for special offers. Land Rover above and beyond.